I prefer really not to not to speak. If I speak, I am in in big trouble. In big trouble, and I don't want to be in big trouble. So, so you know, let's let's not take a piss here. I, I certainly wasn't. Well, I think you were, but there you are. I wasn't. Hey, Adrian! Like Rocky. Only with uh, 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 with sex masochism, then it is uh, allowed. Hello and welcome back to the Three Points Podcast. My name is Will Hughes. I am joined again today by my lovely contributor, Jim McElhone. Jim, how are you doing? Lovely, mate. Good. Where's Ollie Barton? Who knows, mate? Room has it, he's in the big smoke. Oh, wow. What a, <laughs> what, a, what a mature young man. What a mate. What a mate. What a mate just ditching us to... Yeah, we're having, having problems with remote podcasting, but Ollie will join us soon. Yeah. In the forthcoming weeks. Yeah, we'll have him back on. We'll have him back on. Um, in the meantime, what have you been up to today, mate? Today? Yeah. Um, no, tomorrow. <laughs> uh, today I've been applying for jobs, mate. Nice. Also in the big smoke, so yeah, we need to bloody learn how to use this technology a bit more, don't we? We are, mate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, should we start off? It, it feels only normal to start off talking about... Liverpool three, Manchester City one. Yeah. Um, give me your initial sort of thoughts on the game. We'll go into approaches yeah. afterwards, but uh, how did the game pan out? Yeah, I think although City were very sloppy at points, um, and we've also got the obvious, obvious like vulnerabilities at the back. I think it still came down to like fine margins to some extent. I think just because the amount of chances we had, I think if that was, you know, on our day, it would have been a different story. And like, you know, Liverpool got first two shots on target with goals. And it's just, yeah, I think Liverpool were definitely more tenacious that day. Yeah. Mm. I think I think you deserved it, definitely. I think that's fair. But think... it could have gone a different, a complete different way that day. Yeah, I think that's really fair, mate. I think... Um... From my perspective, I haven't watched the game back yet. Obviously, I was in the stadium um, while the game was on, and I, th- I thought it was, a, a, as you say, it was a game of it was a game of moments, yeah, um, and a game of fine margins, as opposed to one team was just sort of in every department, obviously better than the other. I think for me, I, I would say that to probably quite a lot of people's surprise, I thought we won the midfield battle, definitely, yeah, um, and I think that was probably really important. Um, because I think it's quite predictable and that two both teams are great going forward. Liverpool probably a bit more solid at the back, or, or definitely considering City's injury problems at the moment. Um, I think if if City were going to win the game, they needed to win the midfield battle, and I, I don't think they did that. Yeah, definitely. I think that came down to I was I've not really like looked into the game too much afterwards for obvious reasons, but um, I think the pressing was completely different watching the game. We sort of went into like a four four two. So like De Bruyne would push forward when um you had the ball and you were trying to play from the back. So it was sort of like a Gundogan, Rodri in the middle, with Bernardo on the right and uh Stern on the left and it was I don't I just didn't really understand that because it made our midfield, you know, a bit hollow. And what happened was Allison just came out of from the back to form a, like a front three. About a back three, you know, with your two centre backs, so the our front two couldn't really. It wasn't really pressurising them too much. No, like you, you had options, and then 
yeah, it was, you know, you got out to your fullbacks and then they just destroyed us. Like Trent, that game was just, it was unreal, wasn't it? Yeah. It is, it's funny with Trent, it, it is at the point now where we've basically got David Beckham playing at right back. Yeah, his passing's like, it's getting close to like De Bruyne. Yeah. Like it seriously is. And I think it's scary, isn't it, from a, you know, a fullback. But yeah, it's exciting. Still not as good as Wamba Saka, obviously. Oh no, yeah, no, no, nowhere near. Um, but Ollie always says, doesn't he? He's like, "Will Trent ever play in the midfield?" That's it's a really big conversation. I think it's one that Liverpool fans are always talking about. Um, really interesting. But does Let's, he need to? Yeah, he's exactly. Dominate, he's dominating that position. Exactly, he's dominating games from right back. Where, where else knows? does that happen? Um, approaches. To, so you talk about the midfield there. Do you think Pep got it wrong? Yeah, I think I I thought I wanted to see Bernardo in the middle. You know, with David Silva out, I thought Bernardo would have that sort of the stamina to, mm. you know, continuously press, which is what we need to do against you um, when you have the ball. And I think, sorry to interrupt, I yeah. think watching the game, you look at, I th- I think the the two really stark examples are Gundogan and and Rodri. Yeah. With Rodri, you've got someone there who I think is almost like a Sergio Busquets player in the making. Yeah. Really tidy on the ball, reads the game really well. But he was coming up against Fabinho, who just had yeah. loads more energy than him and was covering loads more ground, and that's yeah. where he lost that battle. And I was watching Gundogan again, thinking really tidy player can play very comfortably in 90-95% of football yeah. matches but when he's coming up against Jordan Henderson and Juan Alden, who technically might not be as good as him but they're running their fucking legs off him Yeah, he, he looked like he struggled yeah I feel like that game we missed Fernandinho in that like pivot role yeah um, and I think maybe that's why Pep played the 4-4-2 sort of formation for a lot of the game because I don't think Rodri or Gundogan could be like, I think they just get too exposed against your midfield. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm starting to think like we are really missing Fernandinho in that role. And I really like Rodri and I think he will be great for us. Um, but yeah, obviously with the circumstances and Pep losing his faith sort of in the Otamendi-Stones partnership, I think Fernandinho has to be in that centre-back role at the moment. But yeah, I think we just, we were lacking legs in the midfield. Um both games last season, we we just it seemed like we figured out how to play against you, and then this game was just it seemed completely different, and I'd, it was just a bit confusing watching it. Mm. Obviously, like conceding two goals that early on, it is just it is disheartening, isn't it, for the players? But you know, the whole it just seemed a bit confused the whole system. Yeah, it was strange. The four four two was strange, and I, I, watching it in the stadium. To be honest with you, I felt, and we discussed this after the game, um, that although, especially in the second half, City, and in the first half as well, City had quite a lot of the ball, had a lot of the possession, um, but I think the only City player who really made me nervous was Sterling. Yeah. I never, I know, you know, Aguero had a couple of half chances that he probably should have done better with. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I, I, I never felt that threatened. I, I, Bernardo Silva never got in the game enough and maybe that's because he was playing yeah. wide as, and when he needed to be in the middle De Bruyne I just I, I, again I, I sort of don't really know what he did for the whole game he, um, the, th- the funny thing is he could, he could have easily had two assists though because mm. I think he fed it through for 
Aguero at one point, I think. Can't, sorry, I can't remember that bit. Um, and then he just did a beautiful crossing, um, which Aguero normally, you know, would have been flying in for that header. Uh, I think, oh no, he did a crossing as well for Sterling. So I think mm. he sort of did feel a bit, you know, go missing a little bit for the parts in the game, but he definitely had his chances to add to that assist tally. Yeah, but it, it's... I know what you mean, it's, though. It's, it's like, you, you imagine the, if we win that game, it's because of De Bruyne. Yeah. But then you sort of look at last season, we didn't have De Bruyne. No, very the, true. the game we won. And we were t- um, when we were talking before the game, and this is something that I'd be really interested to get your thoughts on, um, I, I mentioned the game um, against Atalanta, yeah. where just in loads of respects, and the word that I used was shit show. In, in terms of a City's defending wasn't great. They played all right in the first half. Second half, they weren't great. Defended poorly, conceded a poor yeah. goal. Um, you had the whole thing with Edison coming off injured, which at the time I thought was bullshit. Turned out not to be. Yeah, you and all then, did. It was all over Twitter, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, Bravo coming in and getting the red card and... I ju- the, what I said to you was it was just it was what Pep didn't need. Yeah, it, it was a dramatic game when it didn't need to be, and should have been like a confidence boost. Exactly. Yeah. You know, go, going into the game, you know, after what yeah. should have been a thrashing, but it wasn't. It was. That's it. It felt like missed opportunity. A game that just had loads of distractions in it, and where I'd be interested to get your opinion is after the game, we've got the whole. Pep sort of in a couple of moments he sort of has a little meltdown during the game he has the thing with the referee after the game he he says his bit in the press conference then you've got the Sterling Gomez thing which is just blown way out of proportion yeah to me that's just it's more distractions it's more stuff that City don't need yeah it'd be interesting to get your thoughts especially on the Sterling thing where it's like well he gives a shit so that's a good thing but it does feel a bit like a just and don't get me wrong, Pep Guardiola lives rent-free in my head. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it feels like we've we've got to City. Yeah, I don't... It's a hard one because like, I've seen Klopp in similar sort of situations where it's not going his way and he's sort of spat his dummy out as well. I think it's so much like passion in these games and it's so important that, you know, it can get to managers. But yeah, it... It was very dramatic from Pep, wasn't it? Like the sort of the perform his performance that day. Um, I think the Sterling thing. I think cause obviously how hostile the game is for him every time he goes there. And, and I think it, he's, and to, to he's be fair, a, it was his best performance at Anfield. Yeah, his best performance. And I think he went into that game and he sort of in his head potentially got over. He's won against the crowd. He's got over that sort of environment. He put in a shift which was as good as he could have done. And, you know, the team went really there. We don't know what Gomez has said to him. But, you know, maybe he just sees he sees himself sort of like a senior English player. And you've got this sort of, like, I don't think he's that much younger than Sterling, to be fair. But you've got someone, like, giving him grief from another side. And, um, yeah, maybe it's just, uh, I'm not, I, no one knows what, what's being said or what happened. But it just got, I think, in reality, it just got a bit, Overpublicized and uh, yeah, without it's doubt, just, it's been overpublicized. It's probably you know, you know I th- what's been said yeah. very much from from Sterling himself and from Southgate was yeah. Joe's done nothing wrong. Yeah, totally unprovoked. And Raheem has just is as Raheem said for a few seconds, he's just lost his head a bit. Yeah, um, I think going back to like the Pep thing as well, it's like 
he's always had a bit of a war with the English press, hasn't he? Like when he first came, it's like the, his tactics won't work in the Premier League. Um, it wasn't the best first season, and it's Mourinho probably, you know, arguably had a better first season in England with United. Well, with United, um, and then you know he, he has back to back leagues and every, all the press starts, you know, sort of like being up his arse a bit. So I think every all the people jump onto it a bit more when he when he's on the losing side. Yeah, I think, do you know what I think really doesn't help City is him, uh, I, I don't know quite the right sort of phraseology behind it, but him reporting Michael Oliver or, or like appealing Michael Oliver. Because yeah. I'm telling you what, if you don't get Michael Oliver enough this season, you'll have shit decisions against you. Because if you've got yeah. fucking John Moss refereeing you and, and Craig Pawson and those pricks, that 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 doesn't do Pep any favours. Michael Oliver's easily the best ref in this league and there might have yeah. been a couple of decisions in the game which, to be fair, he, he can have something to argue mm-hmm. about but it feels like he's... Feels he's like animated he's though, isn't he? he's, he's an animated character and I feel like that was a natural reaction and, you know, it might not be everyone's cup of tea but when you get sort of like a decision like the, the VAR at the start of the game, the handball... Um, Either way, which it, like, I think the game probably should have been stopped there and there should have been an appeal. But instead, it's gone right down to your end. And obviously, won the goal and like very good goal. We can't really, there's no point like dwelling on it now. But like the games, everyone knows this game's fine margins. That goal changed the game, didn't it? Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's to some extent, it's good seeing passion in a manager like that. But you know, he probably did overstep the line slightly, but it's Pep. It's Pep. Bit of fun, isn't it? It's a bit of fun. He loves it. (laughs) He loves it. And I love it. And you love it. And you love him. And I love love you. So it's all right. Everything's fine. Right, it's a bit awkward in there now. (laughs) It's a bit bit (laughs) steamy. Right. um, Let's move on. Let's let's have a bit of a chat. We'll move on from the game itself. You know, where does this leave the league now? Liverpool, eight points clear of. Chelsea and Leicester, uh, nine points clear of City. We are very nearly a third of the way through the season. We now obviously don't have an international break until March, thank fucking God. Um, So it's, you know, and obviously we've got Christmas coming up as well. So all of a sudden, you give it six weeks' time from now, and we are like loads of, it feels like we're loads of Premier League games down the line. Do you know what I mean? The season always feels like it gets off to a slow start until November. And then it really fucking gets going until yeah. the new year. What, I mean, what is this? A, is it? Do you think it's over? Do you think it's four horse race? Is it a two horse race? Um, no, nah, it's definitely not over. I think, I obviously it's Liverpool's to lose, and with a fortress like Anfield, where you know I can't really see you losing there now this this season. Um, it looks unlikely that anyone's going to catch up to you or you're going to lose, you know, three or four games. I just, that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. But, you know, you can't, you can't really lose hope because it obviously is still early in the season, so you can't lose hope. I don't think it's a four-horse race. Like, as I know we're in fourth position now. It seems a bit rich saying, you know, it's a two-horse race, but I, th- I think if anyone's going to catch up, it's this City team. Because, I agree totally. Because... Chelsea have they do have some good depth, but I think they're still the the tactics just don't match up to both hours. And I think there's vulnerabilities at the back 
with full strength, with all the, you know, with a, with not many injuries. You know what I mean? So like we have Laporte's come back and that will inevitably just strengthen us up and we might make a sign in winter, who knows? But um, I think we just, we've got, this team's got the mentality, it's got the experience to go on an unbeaten streak, which might hopefully catch up to you, but who knows? Um, and then, yeah, Leicester are a brilliant side, aren't they? Very good, very solid, but I think they just lack depth in that team. They're an injury away, you know, from... Mm. Like, if Vardy gets injured, I just can't see them carrying on this form. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. What do you think, as, like, from the Liverpool perspective? I I totally agree in that I think it's... I, I don't think... Um... Chelsea and Leicester will be in it and I think there's loads of good things to say about both teams I think Brendan Rodgers is fucking unbelievable I think he's so good um, and over the next two or three years I think he will I, th- I think he will make Leicester a consistent Champions League squad I think he will um, hopefully win trophies with them all this sort of stuff I think mm. he's great but I, I, as you say I think it's too it feels like you take away one piece of the jigsaw and yeah. not necessarily the whole thing collapses in on itself but they'll they'll come across difficulties i think um, that's really interesting as well like at the moment with you know certain clubs in crisis you got like arsenal um spurs especially united and it's just so open this top four you know the traditional top four and it's funny those three like, teams that you mentioned there yeah that they are all just crying out for a brandon rogers aren't they yeah definitely um but then it's like Will the will the players who are really performing at Leicester this season stay? Yeah, I th- well, I hope they do. So well, sort of. Like I wouldn't I mind so. a couple of them. I hope so. You know, um, and then I I think when you look at Chelsea, um, I think there's loads of good things to be said about Chelsea. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if obviously City are playing Chelsea this weekend. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if City just win six one. Do you know what I mean? Because because there's goals those, in that game, isn't there? There's goals um, to be had, and and Chelsea are a bit vulnerable at the back. Um, it's with as you say, without a doubt, it's Liverpool's to lose. And oh god, I hate saying this, but I think we will win the league. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh shit! Who said it? I mean, yeah, you're in a bloody comfortable position to say that, aren't you? But like you know, I look at this game this this weekend and. The situation could get disastrous. You know, Chelsea, I'm saying like, I'm not like trying to say anything away from Chelsea saying they're not in the title race. I, I think they're amazing and I think they have it in them to beat us. Um, so yeah, they could really change the course of it even more, couldn't they, this this weekend? Who, who have you got? We are away Brighton. at Palace. Palace? Yeah. So we've now got pretty straightforward fixtures Yeah. up until, I think we've got Leicester on Boxing Day, Leicester away. Which I think is one of the hardest games of the season. So you could be twelve points as well this this weekend. Yeah, before so, our game, it's yeah. on Saturday, isn't it? Which is massive. That's I, huge. I, I, like the pr- pressure on. I would. Like, I don't know if Edison's going to be back or not. You know, I'm not saying they will be thinking this before the game, but like, our defence must. You know, it's a big, big job on a Saturday. Mm. I yeah, it's Liverpool's to lose, and I think, and I, I, I've I've mentioned this before on a previous unreleased show um practice run practice run um that i think i think basically pep's going to take a view uh, almost at christmas and he's going to say right how many points am i behind or ahead yeah if that is the case 
Um, when's Laporte going to be back? What's going on in the Champions League? And I think he then prioritises. Um, so I think Liverpool just yeah. have to be ruthless now until Christmas, and then I think Pep will have to make a decision. But like we've said sort of before, it's the Champions League. It's not about you know the consistency. It's just it's anything can happen in it. No, you, you're absolutely. I don't think I don't think he'll ever just sort of think right, season's over. You know. This yeah. is what's going to happen. But I know what you mean. Like, if the, if the lead does get fucking ridiculous, like it say, obviously will cross the, cross the mind. And I I just think that say it's um say come Christmas it is it is twelve points, right? Mm. I think that Pep's looking at it is like right. I've got come Christmas. He's saying right. I've got um what would it be nineteen games left, um and I've got to make up twelve points. So not a million miles off a point a game yeah. that I've got to make up. Um, and then he'll be, I mean, City, whatever drivel you're playing in, in the Carabao Cup, you'll, you'll be through to the next round of that, <laughs> you'll be through to the semis of that, you'll have the FA Cup and the Champions League. And I think he'll look at those three and think, fine. Yeah. We, we can have a really, really good go at getting another treble. Different type of treble, but another treble nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, but... I mean, I'd love something like that, that to happen, but yeah, um, I think I don't know. It's such a hard one to think about. It's, it's, we've not had it for a couple of years, you know. The season sort of ever being over. We were behind you by seven points, obviously, which was quite demoralising at times. But this this nine point lead is just it's huge. Um, yeah. It's going to be a fun winter, isn't it? It's going to be sick, mate. It's <laughs> going to be sick. Get in. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, mate. Okay. Well, Jim, I'm going to love you and leave you. Thank you very much for coming on. It's a short one tonight, people. Um, right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you soon. <laughs>